Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies and moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, and challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. And let me just say this, since we get ready to wrap up here, and I really appreciate all of you so, so, so much. You know, the proverbial tunnel always has a a light at the end of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, The interesting thing about this season is that we don't really know how long the tunnel is. (laughs) You know, when you balance the science over against our hope and our faith, often, you know, you get hopeful, you get excited, and then you get information from, you really can't trust the information you're getting from, from DC all the time, unless it's from the CDC, mm. you know, because the, the, the political uh, perspective is skewed, mm. obvious reasons, the election season, a variety of things are causing us, so we're not injecting Lysol, we're not doing that, you know, and, and we also understand that the science of this, you know, simply says, that we, this, we could be in this for another, you know, you know, eight, 12 months, who knows, before vaccination. So we're having to make some adjustments and adapt. This light at the end of the tunnel, that's what I'm getting at. And, and this hope, how do we balance our hope over against the reality that we don't really know <laughs> how long? <laughs> you know, how long, not long. I hear that in my head, you know, but... Every single day, we're, we're realizing as more states open up, you know, we get set back more. We could end up with another thing in the fall, telling mm-hmm. students, you know, now you won't come back. Go online. We'll come back in the fall, in January. It's all, so how do we balance that? What's, how do we work through that mentally? I'm, I'm just curious. You know, in the Bible, it talks about us um, being grateful for our daily bread, right? Give us this day our daily bread. We know there's mercies that are new every morning. I think from a secular perspective, we call that mindfulness. It's very important right now to live in the present moment as much as possible. Mm -hmm. And so that's from a spiritual perspective. We trust God each day, but also from a mental health perspective, not traveling. We know that that light is there, but then find joy and hope in the moment. Mm -hmm. Staying present, practicing mindfulness, um, a form of meditation where you can meditate on scripture. You know, sometimes Church people get a little distressed when they hear meditation. They think it's something (laughs) outside of our spiritual life, but it's not. It's just about getting my hands on that word, thanking God for my daily bread or whatever scriptures are blessing you. The key is to stay present. When you Mm -hmm. feel your mind roaming off to next week, next month, next year, just grab it and bring it on back. We need to live this one day at a time. That's the best way to protect our hope is by nurturing it one day at a time. It's funny, Dr. said that. Uh, Bishop, the sermon that started this whole series for me when we were in it, it's called the ministry of manna and understanding mm-hmm. that there are seasons of life when God gives you today. And the commandment of the Lord is tomorrow will take care of itself. Can you appreciate today? And with that manna, the blessings the Lord provides, Israel has to learn to grab it first thing in the morning, otherwise it evaporates. Mm-hmm. So you've got to start your days by grabbing hold of, naming and identifying the blessings God has put in front of you right here and right now that I'm not so much worried about a vaccine. I woke up this morning and I'm grateful 
that I'm at home and have a house to live in, right? Absolutely. I'm grateful that my children are with me. So the question that Israel had to wonder with manna, are you thankful for it or are you sick of it? And there's a moment when you've got to realize, I'm not sick of being at home. I'm thankful that I have a home. Mm-hmm. I'm not sick of being sheltered with my family. I'm thankful that I have a family. You know, so identifying, as Dr. Nita said, this moment, this, this day of what the Lord has blessed. And I think that's where my hope lies in knowing that every day the Lord's going to give me something that I can identify and say, if it had not been for the Lord right here, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have it. Wow. Wow. Can I also add that, though, for people who struggle with that, I want to make sure I'm super clear. I understand that that's going to be hard for some people. Mm -hmm. If that's staying present, if managing your anxiety in these ways like that we've talked about is not working, people really should feel comfortable reaching out to connect with a mental health professional at this time. It's okay because it's something that your body is doing. My body is overreacting, right? Romans chapter seven says that sometimes there's a war between the law and my member and the law in my mind. Mm. And so if your mind is losing to your body, if your brain and your mind are not able to get on that same page because they're not the same thing, it's okay Uh to get some help. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we feel like my mind is failing, but I'm in a battle with what's going on in my body and my nervous system is activated and my brain is tired and feeling off from all of this strain. And so we can't put it all on our mind and say, if I can't do it, I'm weak. Or if I can't do it, I'm not spiritual enough. Some people are going to need some help during this time. And that's okay. It's perfectly okay for them to reach out. Mental health professionals are working online all over the country. So it may be easier than ever to get to them. Some health insurance companies are even covering co-pays for mental health visits online. And so it's more accessible than it has ever been to us. And I don't want a single person, particularly people of God, to feel that they're failing if they need to reach out for help. I, I'm, just, I'm just really, um, really excited about um, uh, breaking the generational curse that therapy is okay. Yes. Uh, uh, that's, that's my number one platform on my morning show, just making mm-hmm. sure that people know to go and get help, sit down and talk to someone. There are people that's professionally trained uh, to help you deal with uh, depression and, you know, with, with your mind racing and uh, or whatever, you know, and sit down and talk to somebody because that don't mean that anything is wrong with you or whatever, you know. But uh, I really, really believe in that. And uh, I just hope and pray that uh, people would, um, uh, like I say on the radio, invest in themselves. You know, we yeah. can get our hair done, our nails done, buy a pair of Jordans and buy things that we need as men. Uh, we don't go and sit down and, uh, you know, and have a conversation mm-hmm. with somebody about about our mind. You know, it's not like, uh, you know, when my, my grandfather died or whatever, that was trauma because my grandfather raised me. But, you know, my grandfather don't die every day. That's not something that, or every week, that's not something that I'm used to. That's trauma. Mm-hmm. And to go and sit down and have a conversation uh, with somebody, and there are some people that have lost mothers and fathers and kids and uh, mm-hmm. depression mm-hmm. with their job or whatever. They don't know about taking CBD oil uh, instead of medicating yourself to death to help you sleep better, uh, mm-hmm. to help with certain pain in your bodies. And just the information is out there. Uh, uh, you know, the phone, the, the cell phone is good and bad, but there's a lot of good information out there uh, to, uh, to take advantage of. And just I just hope and pray that everybody continue. Uh, and more and more people will uh, go and get the help that they need. So uh, I'm really excited for this opportunity and uh, to be a, to be a part of this, and thankful and grateful for you know my life. And I'm just at I'm at peace with whatever uh, 
whatever God has. You know, and the thing I talked about already, I'm going to shut up after this. Man, there were, time, there were times when God needed his people. There was Just imagine what Dr. King uh, and everybody went through when black folks had to stay in the house because it was too dangerous to go outside when the civil rights movement got really, really, really bad. It was really, really dangerous. And the lynchings and the killings, and even back in the Bible days when it was like you got to put the, the blood on your doorpost because he's sending out the death angels or whatever. It's just one of those times. And uh, we just have to pray and uh, make sure you get there go to therapy, get your mind right, and do everything you need to do just to survive, just to have mm-hmm. sanity. So I hope I hope that was a good point. You know, I'm you know, I I'm not the smartest, but <laughs> no, stop it, Ricky. Uh, you, you Ricky, you, you bring it. You bring it. You said you said two Ricky, you said two amazing things. Pray and go to therapy. Come Absolutely. On. You are still saved if you pray and go to therapy, people of God. Just I'm wanted to put people. that out there. Yeah. Just wanted to put that out there. Well, it does God not lessen. <laughs> okay. Well, let me tell you something. Not only did he create therapists and psychiatrists, the same God that created the family physician or the emergency room physician right. or or that neurosurgeon, he created mm-hmm. that psychiatrist, um, the therapist, the psychologist. You know, so we shouldn't we shouldn't separate mental health. Um, the uh, professionals from your regular medical professionals. Right. They're all medical professionals. So just know that it is okay. I, I've said it before and I'll continue to say it again because I still see the Holy Spirit work in my life, going to therapy or to someone telling me that I have depression or something that I'm overcoming. It does not lessen the Jesus in me or the Holy Spirit that's in me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just want to encourage right. people um, as Dr. Phillips, and as we all are saying on this panel, please go to therapy. Get some good counseling out there. Yeah, yeah. So let me go around the panel, and I'm going to make a final statement to you and let you elaborate on it in conclusion here. And I really, really appreciate each one of you. I know our audience has really been blessed by this conversation, and uh, and we'll, we'll wrap it up with a deep dive and give them information at the end of the show. But Pastor Wesley, the importance of our faith through this season. Go. I've always been told that faith doesn't prevent things from happening. It holds you together while they are. Um, <clears throat> my faith in the Lord, it's kind of like duct tape, you know? It just holds, holds it together until someone can come fix it. Um, and my belief in faith and trust in God, that we are not abandoned in this, that God will not forsake us, that God leads and guides us in our wilderness seasons, and that God calls and commands us to be wise in how we live in the season and seeking out help. One of the things I think is dangerous is that we use faith to super spiritualize and mask over the real issues that God calls us to deal with. If you look at a lot of people in the Bible who we said were demon-possessed, today psychologists will read that and say that they have classic symptoms of some mental distress and disease. If you think about Saul and how David's playing calmed him. You know, we always said God sent a troubling spirit on Saul. Saul had a mental disease. Saul was stressed in his spirit. You look at the demoniac who's cutting himself. Literally, we know what that is now. You know, we know that that is a mental disorder that needs to be touched. And so I don't want to use faith to cover over the trauma and the stress, but to acknowledge that in the midst of it, there's still something that holds me 
in my faith in God, in my trust. And now I can seek out the help I need and not feel like I'm failing God because I'm sitting with a therapist or failing God because I'm recognizing that I'm not well and I need to talk to someone about it. Absolutely. So that faith holds me and it tells me it's all right to go seek some help. Amen. Wow. Ricky, um, the importance of laughter, the importance of laughter in this season with all that's going on, you know, the importance of laughter. Oh, yeah. It is personal. definitely been helping me. You know, uh, <laughs> Mike Epps got a video out right now uh, pretending to be this old man uh, sitting by his Cadillac outside telling a story, smoking that cigarette. And it had me laid out in between the coffee table and the couch. <laughs> There's some funny videos out there you can listen to and or, or listen to our, our morning show. Life is really important. Uh, the, the thing about it is, you know, we can't perform anymore, but comedians are out here making hilarious videos. Comedian Marvin Hunter, comedian Rita Brent. There's some new comics out there that got all the kids over there. Uh, Nick Cannon and Wildin' Out and D-Ray and some funny, great, just hilarious, B. Simone, uh, Earthquake. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, the, the comedians are out there just sitting at home, coming up, uh, getting real creative and keeping people entertained. So uh, I, I do a lot of uh, uh, videos. My videos are uh, with my grandson or videos with Miss Janie. I, I would like to go down, go to Miss Janie's house and make more videos. This is the old lady that was friends with my grandparents that kind of, curse me out all the time, but every her videos go viral, but she don't believe in social distance, so I can't go down, <laughs> I can't go to go to her house. But I also want to add, uh, I have a, a position on my show, everybody that's watching, please make sure you get your 5,000 milligrams of vitamin D every single day. Uh, vitamin D and zinc, your vitamin C, and uh, uh, make sure you get, uh, you, you t- do everything you can do to keep your immune system built up. If you go anywhere, take some uh, Neosporin and put it right there and put your mask on to make sure that, yeah, Neosporin, you, you, you do that before you get on the plane as well. So if your mask not working, that's the second line of defense for you. Make sure you wear your goggles. It does no good to wear a mask if you don't cover your eyes because the virus is in the air and now it's getting into the tear duct. I just want to add that because this is what we've been preaching on the morning show uh, other than just laughing, but we also want to keep uh, people safe so you don't end up in a bad situation and just make sure you stay safe and wash your hands 20 minutes. Tw- uh, not 20 minutes. At least two- oh, sorry. My bad. I don't, know, I don't know what I was talking about. Two minutes. Two minutes. Wash your hands. Hand sanitizer or whatever. Don't touch your face as much as breaking bad habits, you know, or whatever. So I just want to throw you those two right there. And I really appreciate the opportunity. Y'all let me come on. You are amazing. You are amazing. You are amazing. Michelle, importance of transparency. Mm. Importance of transparency. Transparency is so important. I know we were taught not to air out the dirty laundry, you know, sweeping stuff under the rug. If we were to literally be able to sweep everything that we're hiding under our carpets, our rug, what's under there would be so filthy. You want to clean that up. I'm not saying, it it depends on who you're being transparent to. You always want to be transparent with somebody that is safe. Prayerfully, you have some safe people that you can talk to. Um, If it is not a counselor, it is a best friend, a mother or aunt, but they must be safe. Being transparent is so healing. 
you know, while you're telling your story, some healing happens. Well, thank you so much for that. And Dr. Phillips, the importance of therapy, the importance of therapy. I tell you that I say this all the time. Prayer is a weapon. Therapy is a strategy. Come on. When I am in a war, I need weapons and I need strategies. My prayer is a weapon. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, right? My prayer is a weapon. The word of God is a weapon. Praise is a weapon. But then I also have strategies that will get my body to fight me less, to get my brain to fight me less. Therapy is a strategy. Exercise is a strategy. Nutrition is a strategy. Laughter is a strategy. So we have our spiritual weapons, but we also have our strategies. And they are not equal, but they are complementary. So I never want people of God to think that I'm reducing the importance of prayer and our spiritual weapons by saying going to therapy, but they complement each other in the battle that we're fighting for our mental health and particularly our emotional health. There are dozens of scriptures that reference spirit and heart in the same scripture. There are only a few that reference spirit and mind at the same time. And we put so much more emphasis in the church on the mind, but I want people to get into the heart. And be honest, like Michelle said, about your emotional space and where you are. Because when you strengthen your emotional health, you strengthen your spiritual health. And when you strengthen yourself spiritually, you also strengthen yourself emotionally. So I want everyone to do both. Prayer is a weapon. Therapy is a strategy. Do both. And Amazon don't solve all your problems. (laughs) Amen. Stop, well, stop, stop spending that money. Come on. <laughs> yeah, a, da- a daily box comes to my house. Hey, man, listen. Hey, I hey, got two packages hey, downstairs hey. I got to go get right now. How many of y'all be looking at your door like this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm guilty, Ricky. I'm guilty. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> listen. And, 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 it's, and it's stuff that's like crazy. I bought like an extender to clean my patio windows. I, that's how bored I am. Oh my goodness. Oh. Hey, hey, hey. God bless you. Wait a minute. Man. Wait a minute. I got to show y'all this. Okay, I'm going to be quiet. We need this land. I got a whole COVID 19 machine. What is that? What in the world? Hey, look. Wait a minute. <laughs> Is that 1999, Ricky? Hey, yeah, if you if you go over somebody's house, look. Oh my goodness. Lord Jesus. <laughs> I knew he it. is ready. He is ready. Boy, he you ready. are. Oh God. Lord help us, Jesus. That's hilarious. Hey, I'm not playing. <laughs> I'm not mad, sir. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. Come I love on, y'all. Ricky. We love you too, That's Ricky. That's amazing. We love you. You should patent that. You should patent that. <laughs> <laughs> I so oh my God. The one and all. I thank God for all of you. You all are amazing. I really appreciate you being a part of this uh, very necessary conversation. And to all of you who are watching, thank you so much. We hope that something that has been said has been a tremendous blessing to you. We recognize how important this issue is of mental health. And we recognize clearly that those of us who are in the faith community must confront it. And we must be honest and transparent. All of us are hurting in various ways. And we're grieving. And, but we'll get through it together. And I think we've got a lot of great takeaways today about our faith, but also about strategy and about being able to balance that and understand. Uh, I love that point about being able to find creative ways in these Zoom conversations or in our time with our families, not just talk, but sometimes to sing 
sometimes to bring our spirits into sync. It's powerful. Please understand that this is real. We don't really know when this will be over, but we do have the blessing of this day and we must maximize this day, all that God gives to mm-hmm. us. This is the day the Lord has made. Amen. And I want to rejoice and be glad in it. Let tomorrow worry about itself. So whether or not you're in a space right now where you're struggling and you're dealing with loss, there's empathy all on this Zoom today. We understand mm-hmm. and we're praying for you, but we encourage you through this to get help. We'll be sharing some resources with you. I know you can reach out virtually to uh, Dr. Phillips. She's extraordinary, extraordinary. I'm sure she's got, she's booked probably for the next 20 years, but, <laughs> but let me tell you, she's an extraordinary resource. And more importantly, it's just important to be able to know out there that there are virtual counselors who are in a position to help you. And we encourage you to get help. Wherever you find yourself, whether you're burying a loved one, whether you're a pastor who's trying to figure out you're going to make it through this season after uh, we come out of this, what your ministry is going to look like. If you're a lay person and you're, you've been furloughed or you're having issues with family, it's a lot of loss. Please know you're not by yourself. God who was there pre-COVID is there now. And he will see us through this. Together, we're better. So thank you so much for tuning in. And we hope uh, that we have been a blessing to you. Let's continue this conversation in our community because it is necessary and vital that we do take time and mind our mind. This is important. Got to take care of our mind and our hearts. God bless you. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at josephwalker3. I look forward to connecting with you.